Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow. Grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we'll have more on the, well, I guess you could call it breaking news this afternoon. Not really a surprise. In the legislature in Sacramento, the state assembly said a big no to suspending one of the gas taxes, the 51 cents that you pay per gallon. They won't do that. They won't do that. They did vote on it, but it got voted down. They they don't need the money. They waste the money. They won't spend it on repairing the roads. We have some of the worst roads in the nation by every measure, and uh, they won't give us back the 50 cents even for eight months. And it looks like, and I had just talked about this earlier in the show, some Democrats represent districts where there's a lot of poor blue-collar people who are getting hit hard by these rising gas prices. I think they abstained on this vote. That's what it's beginning no. to look like as I analyze the, the voting tally. They just decided not to vote yes or no. But if they had voted yes, it might have passed. It would have passed, I think, right? Uh, it would have tied? It would have been, let me see. I have the tally. I think it was, it, it, it was 18 yeses, 22 abstains. Uh, abstentions, rather. 22 abstentions. Uh, I don't have it in front of me now. I'll have to find it. But uh, it was something like that. Well, yeah. the, you know why an abstention vote is the same as a no vote? Oh, here it is. Let me see. Because, you know, if 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 they if they voted yes, uh, it it might have passed. Well, it was eighteen yeses, forty noes. Uh huh. That's fifty-eight. The twenty. Oh, it would have been dead even. Twenty-two people abstained. Right. Yeah. So that would have been the forty-forty. Right. If they all so, voted so, yes. Right. But an abstention is like a no. It is, and and they're all Democrats, I think, who abstained, and I think that was their way of just saying, I don't want to write. They're cowards. Like, you can't say I voted against it. Yeah, you did. You voted against it. If you didn't vote for it, then you voted against it. Abstention should not be allowed. That shouldn't even be a thing. It's a yes or no question. You want to give everybody a 50-cent tax break for uh, nine months or not? There's a claim that several legislators were legitimately absent today from the chamber, so they didn't vote. Well, they should have been at work. They should show up for work like everybody else does. 
And and that and you know that's not an excuse. You could have a vote next week. They, 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 these 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 this legislature and they're made up of progressive Democrats are they're abusive people. The 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 working poor, the blue collar, middle class people in this state deserve a fifty cent a gallon break right now, immediately. And, right, and gonna... I'm just it's, I, I I just so wish people would vote out all these incumbents. Right, we'll get into more of that. We'll also talk about uh, the lack of anybody in the governor's race besides Newsom. Uh, we're going to talk now to a listener named Matthew Anderson. He's from Murrieta. He wrote to us because he wanted to bring more attention to a state bill. And he actually found out about it from the Apartment Association's news alert that Sharon Quirk Silver, an assemblywoman, Silva, from Fullerton, introduced a bill that would ban property owners from asking about anything that could be included in a credit report, such as payment history or evictions. Can you imagine? When screening prospective tenants. Credit history? That's the most important thing in, a world, in the world if you're renting out apartments. You want to know if this person's likely to pay the rent. I, 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 this is unbelievable. Let's get uh, Matthew Anderson on here. Uh, welcome. Good How afternoon, are you? John and Ken. Yeah, Good hey. afternoon. Thank you. What, for... what kind of property do you own, Matthew? We, well, my family, third generation, owning mobile home parks, one in Orange County and one in coastal San Diego. And what uh, is this bill about? What this bill is about is, as you may already know, the existing laws allow us only limited access to the eviction records for people. So right now, evictions pretty much don't exist. But the law wants to expand on that. And what, what this legislation, 20, AB Bill 2527, wants to do is say that we can't pull your credit, we can't ask credit questions as far as understanding why there's things on your credit and better understand their, their credit situation. It bars us completely from knowing that history. You how, impor- how important is that to you when you're screening prospective tenants? I guess it's got to be pretty important to know that stuff. When we're screening them, it's very important. It allows us to better understand, are they going to pay their rent on time? Are they someone who's, who, if we're renting a mobile home to them instead of them buying their own home, or like, or like other family members who rent single-family homes, are, are you going to trash the home more before you leave? Are you going to keep it up like it's your own home? It's a valuable credit tool to tell us, are you going to pay on time? What's your situation? Do you make enough money to be able to exist? Are you going to keep up the place, essentially, and be a good tenant, good neighbor? Uh, yeah, th- these are common sense things that everybody who's renting I mean, out a property would want to know. You can't find out about a history of evictions? I mean, you get evicted no, for, not, for, either, for either destroying your apartment or not paying for it. Right, or if, you're, or if you have the cops always coming and you're making lots of noise and disturbance, then you can be evicted as well. And that's the critical thing, is that really put, impacts the people around you, especially in single-family homes. If you're living in a neighborhood and, and you've got two homes next to you that are rentals and, and one of them's noisy, one's not, you're, you're going you're gonna to have issues on that one side I, with the rental home. I don't understand. How can a private property owner not have the right to decide who lives on his property? Yeah, who can actually pay him rent and who will pay him rent? Well, I, I don't, I, this is compl- unbelievable. I've never even thought of this. The idea that you, you, I mean, it's a significant investment. It's hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars that these buildings, these apartments cost, and you can't decide who's going to live in it. And the biggest thing is it's going to ultimately not just hurt the landlord, but the tenant, 
because when you go and you say, I need two or three times the rent in income, we're going to, that's not in the bill yet. So we're going to be able to raise that. So it's going to be even harder for people to qualify because we have to look for good tenants. And that'll be the only tool left we have is to raise the percentage that we look for on in on income to rent. So and it's going to be harder for people that just barely make enough to afford the place because maybe now they don't make enough because we're not asking for right, double. Right. We're asking for triple now. Have you thought about just getting out of this business? Just uh, sell whatever you own and, and get out of the rental uh, racket here? I mean, this is outrageous. For, um, for us, we've discussed that over the years. It's a third-generation family business with about seven or eight aunts and uncles, about 20 cousins that are all involved in, in the businesses. And and for us, we we really haven't thought about that too much. We're at a point now where where all these things do come up, but so far it hasn't really hurt us too much. We just kind of take it day to day and have to wait. I, and I stay. mean, the thing is, a people's behavior is going to change dramatically if they know they can't be evicted. <laughs> That's a good if, point. If, yes. if they know that no one's going to look into their credit history or their eviction history, then you're going to get every kind of whack job on the planet. <laughs> is there anything gonna... left you can turn them down over? <laughs> yeah. Not really, because because you can't turn down an income, and, and and the only thing you really can is like if they're buying a mobile home new or resale, you they have to get a bank loan for that still, so that protects us on that front. But for the people who rent um, who rent apartments or houses or condos, they don't have any real right. way to say no without upping the amount of income you need in order to qualify. So the banks can still use all this information to deny somebody a loan. But correct. You but you can't to deny them a rental property. That's crazy. No, because that's discriminating against their bad acts previously. Did and you, you said that you're in the mobile home business? So you may have some people correct. with questionable credit histories coming to you. I guess. Have you talked to this uh, nutcase Sharon Quirk Silva? Uh, we haven't. We haven't yet. I have a family member in her district who may or may not reach out to her well, she needs, and, she needs and give to be her on, opinion she, on it. She needs to be on medication. This this is insanity. This bill. This I know, is crazy. It it doesn't help us. It doesn't help us when we're looking for good long-term residents, and it, and it doesn't help the market. It just makes the market harder for the renter to achieve it because, like I said, we'll find new ways to be able to screen our tenants somewhat, and that'll and that'll ultimately hurt people who normally would have qualified. This is abusive. All right, Matthew. Well, thanks for coming on with us. And again, this is AB twenty five twenty seven in Sacramento, introduced by Assemblywoman Sharon Quirk Silva. Prohibiting landlords from using credit reports uh, would also ban them from asking about anything that's included in such a report, like payment history or eviction. So good luck. Definitely give her a call and let her know about this, because this is something that needs to be dealt with. All right. All that's right. Matthew Anderson from Urietta. And again, he mentioned that he and his family have been renting mobile home properties for a long time. It's a big family business. And he reached out to us because the Apartment Owners Association sent him an email alert about this bill. We knew about the city of L.A.'s proposal led by Mike Bonin to ban all these, including anybody's criminal background. But it looks like statewide they're trying to do a similar thing. So you can't use a consumer credit report to screen a prospective tenant or require an applicant or a tenant to answer a question about the contents of a consumer credit report while applying you know for what? a rental I, unit. I'd do it anyway. Go sue me. Uh, John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. On the uh, bright side today, did you see Saudi Arabia executed 81 people? 
Uh, yeah, it didn't happen today, but it has. It happened over the weekend. Oh. Um, these of... are the reports coming out of Saudi Arabia. Oh, yes. okay. I just saw the headline. I... They were mostly considered, I think, terrorists. Well, whoever. I'm sure they're bad people. Forced to... You just support executions. Sure. It doesn't have to be limited just to terrorists. Okay. That's a, a take, I suppose. But, yeah, I... I don't know. I we don't have the full list of the people executed. I bet you 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 go to uh, Riyadh. You're not seeing people sleep around on the streets, right? Shooting up heroin. No, probably right? not. You don't see smash but, and grab robberies. You're not seeing a lot of free speech, though. They just got women just got the opportunity to drive. Yeah, I know it's not perfect, but I'm just saying they don't. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not perfect. They don't. They don't. They don't put up with stuff. Uh. It was the kingdom's largest mass execution in years. The charges involved, what does that mean? Not a drop of blood. Oh, I see. They weren't violent people. They, uh, Yeah, in a statement published by the official Saudi press agency, the Saudi Ministry of Interior said people have been executed for multiple heinous crimes that left a large number of civilians and law enforcement officers dead. It did not say how they had been executed. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're, you don't have you to... Seven Yemenis and one Syrian among those executed. You don't have the to have... The rest Saudis. You don't have to have executions for, you know, all the minor crimes in life. But I'm just saying right. a couple of examples. Everybody will get the message. Of course, the gist of the story in the New York Times is that Saudi Arabia had promised to cut down on its executions and killing 81 mm -hmm. people in one See, bloody weekend or... Well, when I, you're... I don't know if they were shot or hung. It's not clear. When you're a dictator, you don't have to live up to your promises. I suppose not. You have the oil. Right. Which we want more of right, right now. That's See? Uh, it's like Putin. Right. All these guys are the same guy. Oh, see, they did vote last year to suspend capital punishment for drug-related offenses. That led to an 85% drop in executions in 2020. Mm. It also pledged to stop executing people who committed their crimes as children. Oh, that's right out of the George <laughs> Gascon book. <laughs> they were executing children. No, no, no. Who had committed their crimes as children. I see. That's George Gascon right. believes that you don't have a mature mind until you're say, 25. That's, so that's if rough. you killed somebody when you're 18, 17, 16, we, yeah. I know they were executed. Threw a rock through the window when you were 11. It's like, all right, buddy. Right. Uh, but the Saudi uh, king wants to make it clear that Saudi law says is Islamic scripture demands capital punishment. That's what we're going to do. So there you go. You have something in common with the very religious Oh, I've, I've, I've liked uh, cities that are really, like, neat and clean and keep order. I do. Yeah, you, you don't care the cost of civil rights or... Civil rights is overrated. <laughs> yeah, we got play. We got too much. You have too much civil rights right now. <laughs> Look at what we got. Really? Putin's Russia with a round enough people that object to the war? I see today a few of them... Broke onto a, a live television newscast. Oh, I, I, I was just watching that clip. That was pretty protesting funny. Protesting the war, yeah. Yeah, a woman uh, holding up a... You're not going to see her again. I was going to say, the Russians are getting gutsy, but this could be... Uh, they could be... They'll disappear. Yep. You're they never, still use uh, uh, Siberia as a place to... Uh, they took... Uh, yes, they do. They still have the gulags in Siberia. Where they send people that have never yep. seen again. Right. You get a, a, a lifetime... exile. Lifetime ticket. Uh, as we mentioned, today in Sacramento, it was only 18 yes votes in the state assembly. And keep in mind, there's 80 members, 40 no votes, 22 people didn't bother to vote. This was the motion to suspend a portion of the gas tax, the 
cents per gallon that you pay in the California, I think it's called the excise tax. Uh, it failed miserably. And uh, the suspicion is that a number of the Democrats, and I think they're all Democrats who did not vote, did not do so because they didn't want to look like they were taking a stand either way on the problems that high gas prices are giving Californians. They didn't want to stop the flow of tax money to Sacramento. But on the other hand, they didn't want to make it look like they weren't somewhat supportive of people that have to pay these high gas prices. So it's a lot of Nova, a lot of abstentions. 22 people didn't vote. That's that's high. Um, that's that's those are cowards. No, but there's no reason to ever abstain from a vote. Yes. Once once we, your job is to uh, you know read the bill, know the issue, know both sides of the argument, and then make a decision. That's your job. What what does abstain mean? I'm not going to do my job today. I'm I'm, I'm not going to read the bill. I'm not going to listen to the arguments. I'm not going to make a decision. That's, that's uh, they all ought to be kicked out of office for for uh, big cowards. Go ahead. Why don't you say it out loud? We sh we should keep the full tax. No discount on the tax. Say it out loud. Say it uh, in front of a camera. Debate it. T hold a town hall meeting. Tell everybody at the town hall meeting why we should pay the 50 cents. They don't need it. They don't use it. They steal it. That's, your, that's the commercial the opponent should run. They don't need it. They don't use it. They steal it. You, they spend it on the roads. That is the biggest crock of lies. And I see that repeated constantly. Every single stinking politician, every stupid editorial, every newspaper writer, every one of them tells the same one. Oh, it's being used for road projects. No, it's not. And you know it's not. And it has been that way uh, since the 1990s. The Twitter followers of Kevin Kiley, the assembly member who posted this vote, had some funny responses. One of them took a picture. It's a painting of Marie Antoinette. And superimposed, and it took me a few minutes to figure out who it is. It's Pete Buttigieg's face. And the line is, let them buy Teslas. Yeah. that That's what he said last week. That, he was yeah. Talking about, uh, you have to move, go to electric cars. Because he's nuts. Okay. The, the, the average price of an electric car is $56,000. People can't afford that. Just like they can't afford $6 gas. They don't have the money to pay that. What's wrong? I, they can't do simple math. You talk about elitist? Holy crap. Pay $6 a gallon gas or buy a $56,000 Tesla. And there, there, there is no electrical grid in California to supply electricity for uh, millions of Teslas. There's no such thing. And by the way, to get electricity, you've got to burn, uh, you've got to burn coal and, and, and oil, natural gas. Where do you think the electricity comes from? It comes from burning fossil fuels. All right, uh... My God, what? We, you know what? What's really pissed me off? It's, it's not like it's not about having a disagreement over an issue. It's that people just lie all the time, make things up, and believe in some weird fantasy. You can't turn all the cars into electric. We got nowhere to get the electrical power from. That's a scientific fact. Yeah, it is true. If everything was to be electric, that is now fossil fuel, there wouldn't be enough electric power. And it takes fossil fuel to run some of the electric power grid. So, you know what? I, that's the thing. If we got rid of the fossil fuels, we'd have billions of people in poverty. You'd, you'd have you'd have starving children. You'd have starving poor people all over the planet. They're so they're so silly and foolish. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken show KFI. <laughs>
John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI, AM640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, a couple of uh, COVID notes. The regular flu vaccine, which some people... Did you get the regular flu vaccine shot last fall? Or? Yeah, I did. I think I'm going to join your camp and not get it anymore. 16%. 16%. And then, and then, oh, some some <laughs> stupid medical official said, "Well, it wasn't ineffective, buddy. If you got an eighty-four percent failure rate, that's ineffective." The hell are you talking about? Everybody just lies. It's like, well, it's not ineffective. Yes, it is. Then China is locking down millions of people. Apparently, they have uh, an Omicron wave oh, happening there. Have they not had one before? What or? Uh, their new product backfired. They're... Oh, you think that they came up with the Omicron variant too? Or well, they 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 started it all. I I don't know what comes out of the factory. They're locking down millions of people, and mm. some of it may have come from Hong Kong, where they had a big outbreak there that wasn't contained. I'm sure the government is testing on something that will uh, only kill uh, other people and uh, leave uh... the home population safe. But maybe something got a little out of hand. So we found out on Friday that uh, there's really nobody running to challenge Gavin Newsom in the governor's race. It kind of had a registration deadline come and go. The most recognized Republicans who ran in the recall are not running again. That includes former San Diego Mayor Mayor Kevin Faulkner, uh, the talk show host Larry Elder. I would assume John Cox is not running. So there really will be no opposition. There will be people on the ballot. There is a state senator, Brian Dolly a little-known Republican from rural North Carolina. And he's not doing anything to make himself more known than he, he is. He hasn't come on our show, has he? No, you'd think he'd be calling every day to come on. That's usually what happens. Especially I mean, if you're from Northern California and you want anybody in Southern you know, California to, to understand who you are. I, I mean, does he think uh, he's got the number two spot locked up no matter what? So he's not bothering to. Uh, I mean, his name. Rec- idea. You're right. His, Somebody has to be second. His name recognition is zero. He has an R because yeah, I don't know if any Republicans are running. It's going to be on some independents. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, it looks like nobody's challenging uh, the replacement for Kamala Harris, U.S. Senator Alex Padilla, either. Now there is one person. Wow. <laughs> there's just no. There's no opposition left. There is not. No, this is one party wow. rule taken to the max. No, I know it's 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 at its most extreme. Now they don't even bother to put up a candidate. Apparently, they're focusing on some house races. The Republicans are. Oh, whoopee! The statewide registration is only twenty four percent, so forty seven percent Democrat. Well, yeah, I, yeah, but you 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 can make inroads in the middle. You can do yes. that. Yes, that leaves like another 20-something, 25% to people who are neither. There's so but but, but apart from the the party nonsense, there are so many really important, powerful issues that people actually care about. I I was, honestly, I mean, the the stuff we talk about every day, you know, the homelessness, the crime, the inflation, just stitch those three together. You got a campaign, it's easy. The taxes... I mean, in high inflation times, should we be paying high taxes and getting nothing? I mean, I mentioned I was just in Arizona over the weekend. Roads are perfect there. I don't know what their gas tax is. I can guarantee you it's much less than ours because the gas is only going for four fifty nine a gallon in Arizona. How come the roads are perfect? I don't get it. You can say that about every state. Oh, yeah. You go to Nevada, the roads are perfect. 
uh, you may have to go to the Northeast to find roads as bad and gas prices anywhere near. Yeah, our yeah right. Progressive, progressive states like New York and New Jersey. Right. They spend the money elsewhere and they don't yeah. want you in your car. So that's the reason. I taxes. They're, they're, they're pathological liars about uh, how they spend the gas tax money. They don't spend it on roads. They just, they flat out don't. Now, we had mentioned the other day that a guest who's been on our show a few times in the last six months is running for governor. It's Michael Schellenberger. He's an author, independent journalist, climate, environmental activist. Those are all his titles. I didn't know this, John, though. He ran in 2018. Did you? I didn't know either. Yeah. He ran. He came in ninth in 2018 in the primary. But he's announced uh, that he's running as an independent. He's 50 years old from the Bay Area. If you don't know, we've had him on the show. I mean, his long history is to be among the Democrat progressives, but he's realized the extreme error of their ways when it comes to problems like homelessness and the climate. And he's decided that he there's a niche for him there to step out, maybe appeal to Democrat voters in the state who agree that the, well, quote, solutions they're taking on the homelessness and they're over the edge uh, well, like the high gas prices over the climate is the wrong direction. The homeless policies are a total failure. There's nothing good to say about any of them. Total failure makes life a lot worse. It's destructive. Homelessness is destructive to a city. And then the climate policies have been a complete failure. And it's destructive to the economy. You have extremely high gas prices and extremely high energy prices in the state. Uh, it hasn't lowered the temperature anywhere. So it's been, you know, we've tried this for 16 years. The temperatures hasn't gone down at all. It's gone up. We're hoping so, to get Michael. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, if the problem is fossil fuels coming out of California, it's a total failure. And by the way, I, this is what I don't understand. I just don't understand. They don't want to drill for oil in this country because fossil fuels, global warming. Well, so you're using the oil from Russia? Or Venezuela, it's the same. It's the same idea. You said it's the same carbon going into the air. It doesn't matter if the carbon came from Russia or it came from California. It's the same thing. It's a gallon of gas is a gallon of gas. I, I just don't get it. Here is Michael Schellenberger being interviewed on Fox 40 up north with uh, the reporter Nikki Lorenzo talking about this is Fox 40 in Sacramento, why he wants to run for governor. So I'm running because I'm absolutely heartbroken by the humanitarian homeless disaster occurring on our streets. I'm also really angry that the politicians won't do what everybody knows must be done to deal with that problem. And I think the third reason is I'm really inspired by the potential to create a statewide psychiatric and addiction care system to finally solve this problem after 30 years. And I'm also really excited to create world-class schools once again this state has so much potential, and it's just not living up to it. And it would be my honor to be governor of California and help it realize its potential. Uh, there you go, in a nutshell. All right. Really uh, focused on the homeless problem. I would, I would love intelligent, reasonable people to run for office and win. That's the way the world should be instead of these cardboard cutout clown puppets, morons like we have in Newsom and Garcetti. Right? They're like sock puppets. They're not even real people. You know, he sounds like a real person. He's intelligent, reasonable, accurately identifying the problem. He has, unless you bought his book, he has zero name recognition and and zero dollars. And everybody 
gives money only to Democrats. All the unions, all the business interests, the wealthy people. Nobody wastes, wants to waste a dollar on anybody else. So how do, how do, you, how do we get out of this? It's going to be very difficult. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's like Putin and his oligarchs, right? <laughs> They've yeah. got systems rigged in Russia. Look what that produced. Systems rigged here in California. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken show, KFI. So I was just reading. Uh, China has 1,000 coal-fired power plants. Planned. A thousand of them. Oh, new ones planned. Yeah, new ones planned. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant existing. Coal-fired generators. One thousand are planned. Oh, they don't care about the planet. No, so. I know. That's why we do all this feeble, silly stuff. We're just we're just destroying ourselves. We can't offset but a small percentage of what they're gonna do. So No. No, it's just it's stupid. It's just incredibly stupid. Thousand. Can you imagine that? A thousand. And we're building windmills. That'll show them. Uh, one person right now that's probably pretty focused on what's going on with Russia and Ukraine is a man by the name of Mark Vandehey. He is a U.S. astronaut. He's up there on the space station with the Russians. And he's supposed to ride a Russian capsule back to Earth at the end of the month. But apparently the guy that heads up the... Russian space agency. His name is Dmitry. That's another name we forgot, John. Dmitry. Uh, that's a good one. Dmitry Rogozin is uh, threatening to leave him there. <laughs> um, due to the tense, escalating problem between the two countries. Uh, Vandehei tomorrow will break the U.S. single space flight record of 340 days. He's due to leave with two Russians aboard a Soyuz capsule for touchdown in Kazakhstan on March 30th. He will then have logged 355 days in space. The world record of 438 days does belong to Russia. Can you imagine that guy, that American astronaut, since probably he was a little kid, he wanted to be an astronaut, go up in space, finally gets a chance, goes on the International Space Station, and now he's going to get stranded there. The Russians are going to ditch him leave him floating by himself around the planet. They wouldn't do that in the spirit of, I don't know, space exploration and the fact that all astronauts are... They get the orders to. Putin doesn't care. Putin's shooting up nuclear reactors and killing uh, pregnant women. He's not going to care about an American astronaut trapped in the space station. How would we get him back? We'd have to send another... I don't know. Do we have an, our own to, to, we, to the space station to get them? Or? Do we have a rescue rocket for something like this? Anybody I, ever game this out? <laughs> what happens if? The U.S. and Russia are the prime operators of the space station, which has uh, been there for 21 years. Until SpaceX started launching astronauts in 2020, Americans were going with the Russian Soyuz capsules for tens of millions of dollars a seat to get to the space station to do whatever they're Researches. This guy is a retired army colonel, and he moved into the space station last April. And he did take off on a Soyuz capsule back in uh, from Kazakhstan. So I don't know. And he apparently stayed twice as long to accommodate a Russian film crew that came up in, in oh, October. There's a nice thank you, huh? Yeah. Very how, sad. How scary must that be for him? At that point, I mean, could you start going crazy feeling claustrophobic feeling 
like, oh my God, I'm, I'm in this floating spacecraft and nobody's going to come and get me. Well, it says SpaceX is I'm, taking three businessmen and an ex-astronaut escort to the space station at the end of March. In mid-April, they will deliver four astronauts for NASA before bringing back so, four on board since November. So SpaceX is running a, like a ferry service. To the space station, yes. Uh, do they have a seat for him? Do you see the idiot Pete Davidson's going into space, too, I guess? Oh God, I that comedian, yeah. Saturday Night Live creep. Freak. He looks. Well, he, he should be shot into space. Yeah, the good thing about him, though, is he gets under Kanye's skin. Because uh, yeah. I guess he was with Kardashian. Ew. <laughs> uh, hope he sees a doctor. There was a lot of ugly in the world. Yeah. Conway's here. Hey, now, how was the weekend, huh, Bob? Oh, good times? Really? Yes, very good times. Get any gals? Yes. No gals, huh? Huh? Didn't no, okay. care for the gals. No. All right, all right. I just stuck with men. <laughs> well, that's not the... He watched like, college baseball. It was exciting. Is that right? But there was no Major League Baseball going on, huh? No, uh, No, we went to uh, a college game. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Five guys in a college game. Uh, <laughs> not fake making fun of it, but just it's not what you bought into. I, it, you know, well, he gets it was, to see his buddies. They had a good time. We, right? we, we, we could go to anything. Is that it right? It didn't matter. Yeah. No, no, no. The, the baseball is the cover story. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, uh, we have uh, the first day without masks in a lot of schools. Uh, that went uh, pretty well. There's a, there's the local Burbank schools. I think it's about 50-50. So, you know, yeah. uh, still uh, people with the masks. Huh? Uh, China's ordering 51 million into lockdown. This is the worst COVID outbreak since 2020. Uh, 2020. So, man, 51 million. Oof. That's a lot. That's Here a, we go again. That's a lot. Here we are. Yeah, okay. Hold on to those masks, everybody. Uh, Tom Brady is changing his mind on retirement again. I guess he's going to retire. No, wait, he's not. No, he is. Now he's back. No, he's not. Uh, he doesn't. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, he sat and, home for a couple of months. You know what that's like. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you, do you remember when um, it was uh, Steve Sachs was running for Congress? And then he bailed out of the race because he said he wanted to spend more time with his family. And then some reporters said, okay, it's 9 a.m. on Monday. Kids are off to school. It's you and your wife. Now what? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What do you do now? You just sit there and stare at each other, huh? Uh, And then Dodgers signed three to the minor league uh, deal. So we'll see what what the Dodger line is. Dodger news. Yeah, Dodger news around the corner. He's cocked baseball fever. We're all dying for it. It's the only fever I like around here. All right. Uh, We got uh, Crozier with the news. Conway next. KFI, KOSD, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.